So you've now listened to me ramble on about myself for a little bit in episode number one. Now in episode number two, we have the four things that I do not recommend you do if you have a lot of weight to lose. So we're going to get into the coaching aspect of things. And yes, I do still have the caffeine here. Because you can't forget the caffeine. It's caffeine and coaching after after all. Um, so yeah, you've heard about me. Now we're going to get into the coaching aspect of things. So today we're going to talk on episode two about the four things that I do not recommend that you do if you have a lot of weight to lose. You're now listening to the Caffeine and Coaching Podcast by Ricky Cosgrove. We talk everything from my caffeine addiction to the fact that I coach frustrated men and women to lose weight, get into shape and bulletproof their confidence without having to give up the foods they love. Sit back, take some notes and I will catch you in today's episode. So we get on to point number one, which so many people go for, especially if they're heavily overweight, um, they tend to just starve themselves. Do not starve yourself. The only thing you're going to do whenever you do this is you're going to end up yo-yoing back and forward, up and down in weight. You've probably done it yourself. If you're thinking about yo-yoing, you've probably yo-yoed back and forth for months, if not years. And it's one of the biggest issues, especially coming around the January window um, where everybody and their granny wants to start dieting and getting into shape is they simply start cutting out way, way too much from their diet and they don't replace it with anything. So the issue isn't necessarily cutting out all the crap and all the garbage that they're eating. It's more to do with they don't replace it with anything. So they don't replace it with good, decent food. They don't replace it with... Uh, whole single ingredient foods they just cut out the crap start eating salads maybe twice a day and then obviously they're going to lose some weight there because they're in a massive massive caloric deficit so they're going to see massive weight loss to start with the issue is that that is not sustainable long term they can do this for one two three if you're really really super disciplined you maybe stick it for a month if not six, seven weeks at the very, very most. But most people aren't even going to get to that four-week mark, five-week mark. And what's going to happen is you're going to be super, super starving. And whenever you get to that stage, the your cravings are going to go through the roof. So all that shit that you just cut out, you're going to crave that so, so bad. And you're going to hit a certain point where you just fall off completely you end up scoffing out on Domino's. You end up eating the whole thing. Large Domino's pizza with garlic bread, cookies, um, what else? Chicken kickers. All sounds absolutely awesome to me, to be honest. But this is what happens. And then, because you've done that, you fell off track. You fuck it off in your head. And then you say, ah, it's not for me. I can't do this. And then you go back to your old habits. And then you yo-yo back up again. So it's up and down, up and down. And you do the same thing over and over again. Now, this isn't to say somebody can't go hard on a diet and super restrict their calories. But there is a time and place for it. If you have a lot of weight to lose, that's not the time and place to starve yourself into a diet. If you have been training for X amount of years and you're super experienced... Yes, you can go through maybe four, five, six weeks of hard, hard dieting just to strip off a bit of body fat. 
but that's not the majority of us. The majority of us have a good bit of wheat to lose. So that's where we have to look at strategies and things that we can put in place in order to make it a lifestyle. So that yes, it might take a little bit longer to reach your targets and reach your goals. But at the end of the day, you're going to be able to keep those results for a fuckload longer than you are if you starve yourself for a couple of weeks, drop a load of uh, scale weight, feel good about yourself, then end up binging out on absolutely everything while you're sitting watching Netflix. So number one is do not starve yourself. Start slowly. Start switching things out of your diet slowly. So if you're used to um, having, just to put it on the caffeine front, if you're used to having full sugar Red Bull, go for the zero calorie one. Go for the zero calorie monster, switching small switches. So if you're used to um, full sugar Coke, switching that Coke out for Coke Zero. If you're used to having a pizza at dinner time every night, switch that pizza out to a homemade pizza, something that you can control the calories in. So start slow and manage that through a longer period of time. You're going to get better results. You're going to be able to stick it out for longer and you're going to be able to keep the results that you get long term. So number one is don't starve yourself and don't go too hard too fast. Then we have stop stressing the scale. So many people, so many of my team members come on board to start with and they super stress out about the scale. They want to see that scale coming down. I want to drop weight, Ricky. I want this. I want to weigh this. I want to weigh that. And the first thing I get somebody super clear on is their why. Because scale is going to lie, especially if you're a female. If you're completely new to training and you're a guy, it can lie as well. Because you're going to obviously be recomping your body. So you're going to be putting on some muscle whilst dropping that fat. So we call that uh, body recomp. So again, that's going to mess about with scale. For those of you watching on YouTube, if I set this mug... On a scale, it maybe tell me one kilo. If I set this monster on a scale, maybe tell me one kilo. If I put both of them on together, it's going to tell me two kilograms. It's not going to tell me what is monster and what is a mug. So this is also prevalent whenever we're talking about body fat. So with fellas just starting out, the issue is the scale can't tell whether it's weighing muscle, body fat, water, bone. Whatever it is, it can just tell you what your um, gravitational pull is to the earth. So you have to take a step back from the scale. This also goes for females as well, um, because obviously you have a different issue with not so much putting on a load of muscle, but you have your time of the month every single month, if everything's cushy with you, obviously. Um, but this has a huge, huge effect on what you will see on the scale. One, because there's different hormones in play at different stages of the menstrual cycle and the different hormones, one will retain water more than the other one. So whenever the retain, whenever you're retaining water, the scale is going to reach something different, even though you haven't gained any fat. Again, if I stand on the scale now, it's going to tell me a, a, a number. And then if I take a drink of this, maybe not a drink, but um, if I drink the rest of that can of Monster and then stand on the scale again, it's going to tell me a different number because that liquid is now inside my stomach. So I'm holding more liquid. And yet, if I just focused on the scale, I'd shit myself and think that I've just put on a load of fat. But I haven't. I'm just holding more water. 
So this is very prevalent in females, especially around that time of the month. First two weeks of the month is one hormone, second is another hormone, but I'll not go into that too much. If you do want me to go into that a wee bit more, we can do a whole episode on the menstrual cycle and how that is going to affect the scale. But listen, big, big aspect, do not focus on scale. Don't get hung up on the scale. Don't stress the scale. Make sure that you're taking um, measurements, circumference measurements, circumference measurements, and also progress pictures. I know, I know, there's probably a shitload of you thinking this, I don't want to take a picture of myself. Take the picture, keep it on your phone, put it in a private folder on your phone if you have to, that nobody else can see, or put a bloody password on it or whatever, so that nobody's ever going to see the picture apart from you. No matter how many times I get team members to update measurements, weight etc i tell them you've dropped x amount of stone you've dropped x amount of kilograms great you've dropped x amount of centimeters around your waist nothing really hits home like a picture so they can see the scale coming down they can see the circumference measurements coming down they think happy days all good it's going well and then they upload their pictures i put them side by side and send them back to them and i get a message saying holy fuck ricky i didn't notice that so it gives you that extra boost and that extra motivation to keep pushing and know that what you're doing is working. So don't focus on the scale. Still take the scale um, into account. Although, make sure you're also doing circumference measurements and make sure you're also doing pictures. <coughs> Fourth one I have down here then is don't look at Sally next door and her skinny tea. <sighs> yeah. I could go on about this for a very long time, but I'm not going to. Um, those of you who follow me on social media, uh, follow me on Instagram, etc., will know my feelings about skinny coffees, skinny teas, all that weird and wonderful stuff. Friggin' um, waist trainers and those ab pulsy electric things. If you go buy one of them, I tell you what you do. You put on the electric thing that pulses your abs and just jump in the bath with it on you. Because they are absolutely useless absolutely useless these people who are selling these products have no idea what they're talking about absolutely zero i've talked to them i've trained people who have been selling these products okay i've trained people who have been selling these products in the past bummed and blowed all over social media about how good they are and then they've came to me afterwards and says Yep, it's a load of crap. I really need to lose weight. Can you help? So, I'll just leave that there. I've trained these people. These people have also the head people that are up high and making all this money have also sent me messages asking advice for weight loss and fat loss. <laughs> it completely baffles me. These people are in this for the money. It's what you call a pyramid scheme. No matter how many times you hear them going on social media that it's not a pyramid scheme, it's not this, it's not that, blah, 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 and the company and the brand, they never ever tell you what the actual company is. The company's just called the company. That should raise red flags already. Um, but pretty much what happens is that... Let's say, for instance, me, Ricky, I decide, right, I need some extra cash, I need some extra money, what can I do? Times is hard. And listen, times is hard for everybody. For a lot of people out there, times is hard. But still, I do not condone people going, 
preying on others' insecurities and trying to sell them a dream to gain more money. Now, obviously, I charge for my services, but my services are a fuckload better than these silly wee products that um, are just clever in marketing, sc- marketing schemes. I have real people getting real results. You can go onto my Instagram, pick anybody that you see with a transformation or progress picture, click their name, send them a message, and ask them what they think. I'll not cherry pick them, just go do it and ask them what they think and they will openly tell you um, the process and hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll tell you that I'm a decent fella. But these people want a wee bit more extra money, so what they do is they look and they see this bumming and blowing all over social media, make a disposable income from your sofa, from your laptop, blah, 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 and they think, jeez, it doesn't cost me anything to get in, I'll try this. They log into it, they get sent free samples. So they start giving these free samples out and then uh, they put it over social media that they're starting to sell this product. So then they have to, what they do is, some of the companies will make you buy what's called a starter pack. So this starter pack might be 50 quid. But from this starter pack, you could possibly make, I'm not sure, you could make a shitload more because one of these um, coffee yolks um one of the packets i've had people tell me who have messaged me on instagram and told me that they got it and that's a little shite um but a packet of coffee is like 50 quid you could go to the shop get coffee from the shop for three four pound that does the exact same thing um but about 50 quid so you make some money if you're able to flog it off and you're able to sell it and unfortunately they are able to sell it because people do have insecurities, they do have self-esteem issues and they do want to drop weight and get into shape. So these people do um, prey on the vulnerable. Now, you'll get the starter pack and then you'll start selling it off. You'll start bumming and blowing and they're taught to fake it till you make it. This is precisely the word. I've seen it. I've been told it. This is what they're told. Fake it till you make it plaster all over social media that you're making an absolute fortune this product is so good blah 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 blah. pretend you're taking it do this do that and you'll start selling it now they probably will sell a few bits and pieces and then they buy more in and they sell that off they buy more in they sell that off then they get to a certain stage where this is going into a whole friggin ramble about bloody skinny tea but here we go um But then they get into a stage where they're told, right, the next step for you is to start getting your friends and stuff to sell this product for you. So they come through you and you get them the product, give it to them. So they now give the starter packs, etc, etc, each month or whenever they need it. And then these people below them distribute it out to whoever they're selling it to. And it's the whole join my team carry on. So now they're a team leader. They're up here and they're getting their friends to then branch out. This is what a pyramid scheme is. See the... See the... The shape, pyramid. So how they turn around and say it's not a pyramid scheme is beyond me, but anyway. These people are in it for money. They don't have a clue what it takes to, well, everybody knows what it takes to lose weight, eat less and move more, pretty much, in layman's terms. But they just want your money. Do not buy into this shit. If you're paying 50 quid every two weeks for um, skinny tea or coffee or these supplements, etc., take that money place it somewhere else, give me a shout, give another coach a shout, whoever you like the look of or like the sound of, give them a shout, see how much they are for their services and even go on board for one of their programs. You'll learn a hell of a lot more than you will with this skinny stuff. I'm cutting that there, that's me finished with that. Um, 
Then, number four. So, number three, sorry, just to paraphrase it, is uh, don't look at Sally next door and her skinny tea. This also goes for influencers as well because they're absolutely awful for it all over social media. Uh, so, don't listen to them. A very, very good one is um, Darren Cartel, the Darren Cartel Show, um, his podcast. You probably know Darren anyway from social media, but his podcast, he got Holly Hagen, I think it is your, you call her, from Geordie Shore. I know her name's Holly. Um, but she was promoting these products and etc and selling them on and flaunting them on her social media and Darren called her out and to be fair to Holly she owned up to it and she came on to Darren's podcast and answered questions and he faced her for it and massive well done to her for doing that because most people wouldn't they would just run into the darkness and not say anything and just block everybody uh, but she came on and she detailed down that they have no idea what the stuff is their marketing manager simply give them the thing and say here hold this in a picture post it on your social media and bum and blow about how good it is and that it actually works and they'll get maybe 10 grand for that post so listen even if you don't like monster if you're totally i know people who are totally against monster but if i give you if you are a person who's totally against monster red bull etc and i said to you here is a case or here's a can of monster hold that take a picture of it with with you obviously take a picture with you holding it put it on your social media just say how nice and tasty it is and how much energy you got from it and I'll give you five grand. You're going to do it, let's be honest. Um, so don't be buying into that. The last but not least um, is don't go balls to the walls with your training. So kind of like your diet. So what I see a lot of people doing is starting out and all of a sudden, boom, both feet jump in straight away. No ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. They just balls to the walls. Bang. They start starving themselves with their diet. And they start training six, seven times a week and going out runs and walks and hitting 20,000 steps, etc. And it's just like your diet. So you're going to probably be able to do that for a week or so. And you are going to run yourself clean into the ground. Clean into the ground. And then the following week or two weeks if you're lucky... What's going to happen is you're going to go from super energized, super motivated to doing it to your energy and your motivation going through the floor. Absolutely just deep diving through the floor and end up coming out in China or somewhere. Uh, but you're going to absolutely buckle yourself. Your recovery is going to go to shit. You're going to feel like crap. You're going to feel lethargic. You're going to be sore. You're going to be, um, you probably get to a stage where you can't even get a good night's sleep. Um, and you're just going to be run down. So then what happens? You're run down. The exact same with starving yourself. You go starve yourself. And then you go bounce back again. And go back to old ways. The exact same goes for um, your training. So if you go balls to the wall straight away. Bang. I'm going to do five, six, seven, eight sessions per week. I'm going to go out 20,000 steps a day. And I'm going to go and motor and run as well. Stop right there. Stop right there. Start with the minimum effective dose. So if you're doing no training, no exercise, and you're hitting 3,000 steps per day at the minute, maybe start with one exercise or one um, training session per week or two training sessions per week, maybe 30 minutes, and up your 3,000 steps to 5,000 steps. Already that's an increase, so you're going to start to see progress. One, that's way, way, way more sustainable. 
you're going to feel way, way, way better from doing it. You're not going to be um, running yourself into the ground. And also it gives you something to build on as you go along. So once that stops working, you can then maybe up your training sessions to maybe 40 minute sessions. Or you can add another session in because you'll have plenty of time to be able to do that. That'll continue your progress even further. Then once that stalls and stops working, you can then look at maybe increasing your 5,000 steps to 7,000 steps a day or 6,000 steps a day. And you've got lots and lots of time and lots of space and wiggle room to work with to get the maximal results. And the main thing here is start with the minimum effective dose. And it's the same for your food. So if you're eating 3,000 calories per day now, take 300 calories off that and go with 2,700. You know, that's still a shitload of food and a shitload of calories, especially if you're eating quote-unquote good food. But it puts you in a, a deficit from where you were already. So you're going to start seeing progress. Small, manageable steps um, will lead to big success. So don't go balls to the walls with your training. A good example for this is, Whenever somebody joins my team, um, they'll come through to what's called the onboarding zone. Now, this is where I gather some information about them because all my one-to-one um, -one programs, etc., are all based around the individual themselves and where they're at right now, where they want to go, and then we fill in the gaps in between to get them there. But one of the questions and one of the questionnaires is, how many days per week can you commit to training? Now, because they're asked this at the very start of their programming, Everybody is over um, excited as such and they go all in with saying, ah, Ricky, I'll train five days per week. Ah, Ricky, no, I've got uh, six days a week. Um, I can do six days. I can do five. Even some people are conservative with it and they'll say, I can do four sessions per week. What I do with all of these people, now if any of you ever come on board, don't be honest about um, how many you're going to do, but what I normally do is, if somebody comes on board and they fill out this form and they fill out the, the sheet saying that they can do five sessions per week, I'll set them at four or sometimes even three. If they turn around and they can say they can do six, I'll set them at four or five. I always shoot below it because one, it gives us somewhere to go in the future, but more so, it gives us an easier target to hit because if you say you can train four or five or six days per week, to keep that up long term is going to be pretty difficult. I don't even train that much. Um, but if I say three or four, 30, 40 minute sessions per week, that's a lot more achievable. Now, I also say to them, it's like, listen, if you are being honest and you can get five sessions in, I'll not hold you back. You can get the fifth session in now and again if you do want to, but I'm going to set your target here so that it's super achievable and we can tick these boxes and we can say, right, listen, they're ticked off. And it gives you a sense of accomplishment as well because you know you've hit that target where if I give you a target of five or six days and you don't hit it one week, you're going to feel shit about yourself. You're going to say, oh, well, that was a waste of a week because I didn't wasn't able to tick that box. Your first thought is to go negative instead of positive. But if I give you an easy target to hit, which we can manage and manipulate along the way, and you tick that off, it makes you feel positive, makes you feel like you achieved something, and then you can move on to the next week because your momentum's still rolling. So please don't go balls to the walls with your training to start with. Start with the minimum effective dose. So again, just to go over the four points really quickly before we end this up, because I don't want these um, episodes to go on too long, is don't starve yourself. 
So don't um, over restrict whenever you start. A lot of people do it. They yo-yo back and forward. So don't do it. Start with um, small adjustments and small changes. Stop stressing the scale. Scales are only there to weigh your gravitational pull to the earth. It has no bearing on your muscle mass. It has no bearing on your water retention for the ladies. And it has no bearing if I set a can of Monster or a mug on it. And it can't tell me the difference. It just tells me weight. So track it. Watch it. But don't get caught up on it. Then we've got don't um, look to Sally next door with her skinny tees. And your influencers and stuff selling these um, weird and wonderful uh, supplements. So steer clear of them. And then the last but not least was don't go balls to the walls with your training. Again, start with the minimum effective dose. Build yourself up slowly so that you don't wreck yourself. Um, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yo. Um, before you... Uh, sorry. Throw me away off there. So... Um, so that you don't wreck yourself, so that you don't get fatigued, so that you don't get too sore and then you run yourself into the ground and get tired and lethargic. Uh, so start with the minimum effective dose. So if you're doing X amount of steps now, increase it by 1,000 steps a day. That's still an extra 7,000 steps per week. That's more than some people get in a full day, so you're more or less adding an extra day there. So Bear in mind, just start with the minimum effective dose. And that is my four things um, not to do if you have a lot of weight to lose. Thanks for joining in, or thanks for tuning in, should I say. Thanks for watching if you're on YouTube. Thanks for listening if you're on Spotify. And yeah, I'll catch you in the next episode.